We are Maria and Nicole. We're two secular homeschooling moms that have been been there, done that. Homeschooling is becoming more and more mainstream, but myths, misinformation, and misconceptions about homeschooling are still all too common. It's inevitable that all homeschool parents are going to hear a comment like, homeschoolers are weird and poorly socialized. More likely, you're actually going to hear it like 87,000 times. So, I mean, everyone from your partner to the grandparents to the stranger in the grocery store, like everybody has an opinion on socialization and homeschooling. And you may have some concerns and doubts about it, too, especially after you hear this question over and over and over again. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the S word, socialization. We're going to be discussing how homeschoolers spend their time and debunk the myth that they're just sitting at home by themselves all day, every day. We're going to be talking about the many opportunities to interact with people of all ages, backgrounds, and cultures, and how homeschoolers often have more opportunities since they are not limited to a classroom setting for the majority of their school day. And as usual, we want to stress that our podcast is an inclusive space for your everyday parents that are looking for education options. We are not here to convince you to homeschool. Uh, We want to stress that you need to do what works for your child and for your family. Every family is different. Absolutely. And you know your children best. So uh, feel free to take what advice or information you get from here that works for you and chuck the rest. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, Maria. How's it going? It is going great. I'm so glad you're here. I am too. And we just got ourselves all set up and I'm kind of chuckling because I just realized that, you know, we're still using this microphone stand that I stole from my kid's room (laughs) and they've never, ever noticed it. The other day I was cleaning something and I went in and I realized they've got microphones set in like coffee mugs from the downstairs one's propped up with a stack of books and other things but nobody has asked where did that go you stole the microphone stand <laughs> but they're just they're just making do see i know see how they're like improvising. they're adaptable they I'm are they're you. flexible and adaptable <laughs> <laughs> just like our podcast just like our podcast <laughs> I see you're in your workout clothes. (laughs) I see you're in your workout clothes. And I woke up this morning to my watch saying, Maria finished a workout. (laughs) I know. I'm back at Camp Gladiator. My trainer, Walter, is amazing. I love him. He just had a baby. And he stepped away. And I kind of stepped away, too. So he says, let's just start back together. And I did. I love it. And I might not be able to walk tomorrow. I don't know. Those are my favorite days. And then you just got to get back in and you got to do it again. I like being hurt on top of hurt. (laughs) And I love your shirt. I am wearing the cutest shirt. So it's a pink tank top and it's in the Barbie font and it says she's a barbell girl. I love that. Because, you know, we talked last week. Well, you and I talked on Monday, actually, when we went for a walk together about how our last episode inspired us to actually live like some of the advice that we gave. I know. It was all about organization. (laughs) And I I did so much meal prep this week, but my yep. microwave died. Well, we kind of talked about that. It almost burned my house on, but it's officially dead. So I'm having to like really meal prep and I'm using pots and pans to I heat stuff it. up till I figure out my situation. So same. And I joined another gym close to the community college so that I can drop Jill off and then go and have to get my weights done then. So it's great. It's like inspired me to Stay on track. I like that. Exactly. Good. So I'm a barbell girl. 
Well, today we are going to be talking about the S word. You know, it's really common in all the circles. Everybody always talks about if your children are going to be socialized at their homeschool. Yep, it's the bad word. <laughs> the other S word. Yeah, the other <laughs> S word. Well, socialization really is a valid concern, but it's also one of the biggest myths about homeschooling. Right. The myth of socialization when it comes to homeschooling, it's a common misconception that suggests homeschool children miss out on crucial social experiences. Yeah, and some people are concerned that homeschoolers will never learn common social etiquette and participate in group activities or that they won't learn how to do things like standing in line or waiting your turn, sharing or other manners and habits. Right. There's also concerns that they're going to miss social cues, not know how to talk to people or (laughs) behave. You know, when I think about this, even doing this episode, it's almost comical to me. It it really is. (laughs) And I mean, I do make fun of it. I posted a picture from my hiking group where we were all walking in a line to get through a small thing. And I was like, news break, homeschoolers can stand in a line. Oh, that was a funny post. Well, I know that a lot of people are really concerned about it. We've been doing this for so many years, decades. And so it really is kind of comical coming back to it because we have to go back to square one. Like, okay. And there are concerns that a lot of homeschoolers won't have opportunities they may get in public school, like maybe clubs or sports and other activities. Really, these are valid concerns. Right. But in reality, homeschooling can provide a rich and diverse social environment. Homeschooled children do engage in social activities like sports music, band, orchestra, clubs, community events, all of these activities enable them to interact with peers and adults from all kinds of backgrounds. Yeah, and additionally, homeschoolers have flexible schedules, which allow them to explore real world learning opportunities. People are starting to notice and studies are proving that these opportunities allow kids to foster strong interpersonal skills, unlike if they were in a classroom all day. They're out in our communities, they're there every day, they're shopping and running errands, they're going to the post office, talking to neighbors, hanging out with friends, and tons of other opportunities that we're going to get to in this episode. Right, and everyone likes to talk about socialization like it's only a positive thing, but the truth is there is a lot to be concerned when it comes to socialization. I like to throw back at people who ask me, aren't you concerned about socialization? I'm like, yeah, of course I am. I'm totally concerned about bullying and peer pressure and exposure to age-inappropriate content. Yeah, what kind of socialization are we talking about? Right. Not that these things don't happen to homeschoolers, they do, but it's often easier to nip that behavior in the bud as it happens because you're right there. And this is something so much easier to do in a family group setting than it is when you find out about something that happened at school days later. Also being present and modeling appropriate social behaviors and teaching your child if they say or do something inappropriate can be corrected right there on the spot. Overall, homeschooling socialization myth has been debunked many times over by the multitude of opportunities for social growth and development available to these kids, and we can't wait to talk about it. So the first question is, what is socialization and why is it important for everyone? So one of the things you'll notice when you start getting these comments about socialization is that people often throw that word out without actually knowing what it means or what they even mean. Right. Is socialization being in a classroom with 30 kids from your neighborhood really replicating what you're going to experience in real life? Of course not. Traditional school, maybe a nursing home, are the only places this kind of segregation happens. In your job, in your neighborhood, in public, you are always going to be surrounded by people of all ages in so many different backgrounds for the rest of your life. And it's not that we don't think socialization is important. 
It is very crucial for everyone to have socialization skills for many reasons. And the first one is that these interactions develop important skills like communication, cooperation, empathy, and conflict resolution. And these skills are crucial for success in both personal and professional life. Socialization is also crucial for emotional well-being. It provides emotional support and a sense of belonging. It can help children develop a healthy self-esteem and mental well-being. Friendships and social bonds can provide a strong emotional safety net. Also, socialization with a diverse group of people exposes children to different cultures, backgrounds, and perspectives, which fosters more cultural awareness and embracing people of all walks of life. You also get to learn from others. Interacting with peers allows children to learn from others' experiences and perspectives, and it can broaden their horizons and encourage intellectual growth. Right. And also many aspects of life, including work and sports, require the ability to work effectively in teams. Socialization provides opportunities to learn teamwork and those collaboration skills. Socialization also involves dealing with conflicts and disagreements, which are really valuable life skills. Learning how to navigate conflict constructively is essential for personal and professional relationships. Also, children will eventually need to navigate real world outside of the classroom. Our communities are full of diverse people and social situations. Socialization prepares them for this reality. When you think about it, a classroom is actually an artificially structured system. There are probably a lot of parents of kids in public school who worry about their children making it in the real world. Right, and socialization also helps with networking. Building a social network from a young age can be beneficial in various aspects of life, including future career opportunities and personal connections every day. And it also allows children to learn how to handle peer pressure and make informed decisions, which is especially important during those teen years. Oh, for sure, for sure. We were talking about that last week. Yeah. Friendships formed during childhood and adolescence can be some of the most enduring and meaningful relationships in a person's life. Socialization helps children build and maintain these connections. Oh, that's so true. My daughter's best friend that she met when she was 17 months old, that's her college roommate. I love that. Yeah, and it's important to strike a balance between socialization and academics, ensuring that kids have plenty of time with friends while still receiving a quality education. And homeschooling families are so creative and often find ways to combine social socializing with learning to ensure that their children develop both academically and socially. I've attended and I've hosted so many events with this in mind. We're going to get to some of them. I can't wait to share some of the fun things that we've done over the years. Oh, yeah. So just a reminder that this is a weekly episode. We drop one every Thursday morning just for you. And if you have any additional ideas or comments, please come and comment on our Facebook page on the episode thread or send us an email at info at btdthomeschool.com. We'd really love to hear from you. So what are some ways that homeschoolers find social opportunities? Well, one of the things that I often tell people is that, yes, we do have a serious problem with socialization as homeschoolers. And that problem is that we have so many extra hours in our day, and it's really easy to overschedule yourself. I sometimes really struggle to find time for us to be at home and get our work done because we're involved in so many other things. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we just talked about that in our Finding Balance episode, because sometimes if we're go, 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 it's hard to find time to be at home to get all those things done that right. are calling. Yeah, so that is so true. So there are so many opportunities and sometimes my calendar fills up with so many fun things and sometimes we have to dial it back. 
We want to do all the things. All the things. One of my initial reasons to homeschool is because I wanted to give my kids more opportunities beyond what they can find in a school. I wanted to give them the world, but the world is big and it can really fill your calendar quickly. And homeschoolers have so many different avenues for socialization that can help them build meaningful relationships and develop those important social skills we just talked about. Yep, for one, search out your local homeschooling support groups if you haven't already. There's co-ops, there's meetings, there's park days, field trips, classes and group projects. Families meet regularly for education and social activities. These are a great resource. Yeah, we've often talked about our park day groups, which is really where we laid that foundation for friendships. And so many of the group activities and clubs we started later came from these original park day groups. We did so many parties with these now lifelong friends. We did the not back to school parties. We did Easter egg hunts. We did Christmas potluck dinners holiday parties, Valentine exchanges. I always led a game of limbo with my homemade limbo set, playing chubby checker, always drained my battery. Always. And I always needed to jumpstart. <laughs> and we always played that wheel of wow, which my kids still talk about all the time, all the memories. Where is your wheel of wow? Is it in the closet behind me? No, did you uh, give it to somebody? Yes, I did. Oh, I know. I have pictures of it. We could make like a grown-up wheel of while now. With, I know. Like I a really wish game, I kept perhaps. It. Yeah, and you know, later on, we've been part of groups that put on dances. <laughs> what about the prom? That's a question that a ridiculous homeschool question that we've all been asked. And usually we're asked this when we have kids who are so young that prom isn't even on the horizon. I remember people like always ask this when I had a four-year-old. Nobody asked this when I actually had teenagers. (laughs) But if they did, I could tell them that the local prom here in DFW is so over-the-top cool. I actually feel bad for school kids. Oh, yeah. On our (laughs) high school page on our website, I have a short video that you can see. I did a walkthrough of our prom. It's such an incredible event. And you can you should totally check it out if you haven't seen it and then there's also graduation Uh, some mom friends and I worked so hard and we put together this grand event I think it was about 15 kids and since my daughter also earned her associate's degree in high school we did the big ceremony at the community college too and then I also hosted a big bash with all the kids that she grew up with including yours yeah it was so much fun so fun Um, and you should keep in mind that you know, every kid is different and they might not want a big graduation ceremony or a big party. And that's okay too. At 17 and 18, they probably have a pretty good idea of how they want to celebrate. So make sure you bring them to the table. That can be hard sometimes for us as moms because it's our celebration as well. Oh yeah, we did a lot to get to this moment, but those type of celebrations may not be at all important to your teen. So make sure you aren't projecting your own feelings onto your kids. And really this is their moment. Exactly. Extracurricular activities. Homeschooled children can participate in extracurricular activities like sports teams, art classes, music lessons, dance classes, band, theater, all within their community. Uh, We both do a lot of these different things with our kids. My kids have played a variety of sports, musical instruments. They were in an Irish band. Uh, My kids are competitive Irish dancers. They're scouts. They do all kinds of different clubs. Oh, definitely. My kids have done baseball, fencing, taekwondo, and currently my my 16-year-old heads to the gym in the middle of the day, meeting up with one of his best friends, and they weight lift. Mm. And all of our kids have done theater, and it's been oh, an yeah. amazing outlet. That's where he met his best friend, actually. We also did School of Rock for years, and he formed a lot of his own bands with the kids that he met there. 
and we've done piano and guitar and even though those are private lessons we've done a lot of recitals and we met a lot of kids there through that we also do an open mic night you know that and yeah. he records music with people that he's met there he actually just two days ago he was with some friend and they were collaborating and recording some music that's cool you should totally check out our extracurricular workbook. Uh, we've listed over 100 ideas and step-by-step -step to help your child find some of these extracurriculars that they will love. Yeah, there's so many out there for sure. Another place that we have found some great social opportunities is enrolling in classes at local community centers or libraries. Um, that can help homeschoolers meet and interact with peers who share their interests. One of the libraries that we went to has like a teen craft time. You just show up with your stuff and work and it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, we love our libraries. I started when my kids were toddlers, taking them to the library story time. And I'm not just talking about our city. I'll go to the library events in all the surrounding oh, yeah. cities here in DFW. Anybody who listens to this podcast already knows that <laughs> I'm cheap and I love the library and the classes that we've done are completely free. <laughs> yeah, but we've also done a lot of rec center classes. And also we will travel to other neighboring cities to find these. Um, you know, they're great. They're, they're almost always like low cost. They're low commitment. We've used that as a way to try out different kinds of things like different art mediums or different kinds of dance classes without getting sucked into like a multi-month session that kids want yeah. to quit after two classes or getting involved in maybe a sport that they're not ready to be serious in you know just kind of testing yeah. the waters it's, it's a great yeah for sure. for sure there's also volunteering uh it's an excellent way for homeschoolers to give back to their community and make new friends for years we volunteered at an alzheimer's and dementia center and some of my kids best friends are 90 years old <laughs> and i absolutely love that my kids don't care if you're two years old or 90 years old age is really irrelevant to them and we've often volunteered with other kids who are passionate about similar causes we've put together food bundles at the food bank we did that with y'all we did a mm -hmm. homeless coat drive we got together with other families and wrote letters to veterans we did a book drive for an underprivileged school and all the homeschool kids read the books to these young children and then Super sweet. sent them all home with books our friend Paula organized that whole event. That was, was so amazing. fantastic. Uh, we also did Meals on Wheels when my kids were really young. Cameron was in his car seat and he would walk up to the door and ring the doorbell. And sometimes we would talk for a long time to some of these people. And often they're very lonely looking for companionship or oh my gosh. conversation. They they love it. My, you know, my kids do a lot of nursing home gigs as Irish dancers, especially during St. Patrick's season. It's a whole season for us, like a month long. And they absolutely love interacting with the seniors in these communities and the seniors love them. I always kind of joke. I'm like, I can parade out my champion dancers all day long, but they really just want to see the little ones. <laughs> We're like, it doesn't matter. Just come up and do a step. It doesn't even have to be good. But, um, you know, every sweet old lady loves to tell them that she used to be a dancer and tell a story. And all of the old men love to tell them how talented they are. It's a really great ego boost. <laughs> But they have a fun time doing it. It's very, very rewarding. Do you remember that one time at the senior center, there was that one woman, she was nonverbal and she didn't even walk. And she, as soon as she saw Jackson on stage, she got up and started swaying and all the right. nursing staff was like, oh my gosh, like the music brought her back to life. Right. They had said that she used to be a dancer and that she, that, that she just kind of sits emotional. there most of the time. It was so very sweet. It she was. really, I'm she really was teary. touched by that. Okay, so there's also online communities. There are so many opportunities for homeschoolers to connect with 
others through online forums, social media groups, and virtual clubs or classes. We've talked about how online friends can absolutely be real and valuable. Yeah, my kids have always enjoyed gaming online with friends. Um, This was especially handy during quarantine, during COVID, and they would do this like every single day with their friends. And then the next summer when we finally could get out and about, these friends all came to my house and stayed for a week. These were kids that they had played Minecraft with every night. I remember when they showed up. I'm like, you don't know these kids? They just showed no, up. No, <laughs> like it was funny. I mean, they were friends of friends, but they all had kind of bonded over this. And I mean, they're still all friends. And it, it was also funny, too, because my kids were really too old for Minecraft at the time. They were really into it when they were younger, and then they stopped, but they got back into it, which was kind of funny, because now they've gotten all their friends at college to like start doing Minecraft again. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> it is. It's kind of nerdy, but... And you know, a lot of the local homeschool groups did Zoom meetings, and some of them still do now, just getting kids in certain age groups together just to chat online. We even had a mom's group, remember? Um, Jen would organize us into a zoom and we would meet on friday afternoons and chat (laughs) so now we all know how to zoom right (laughs) right that's true there's also a lot of local events and clubs you can participate in all these community events like 4-h or some youth groups are available all over the place right i i've mentioned many times that my kids do youth and government through the ymca they do model un both of our kids have done scouting we're part of a homeschool girl scout group right now that is probably the most organized group that I have ever been a part of. I totally love it. It's just awesome. Yeah. Our venturing crew was really cool, too. They got to go to the Bahamas and live on a sailboat, and they did a 10-day backpacking trip through the mountains. Yeah, that Bahamas trip was the best volunteer gig that I've ever signed myself up for. (laughs) And talk about socialization. We all lived on top of each other for 10 days. I mean, you're really, yeah, you're really social when you live in a swimsuit, (laughs) literally right underneath somebody sleeping on a deck. But it was it, incredible. And that, like a lot of those are child led, too, which is cool because they're really it's not really like us dictating what the kids are going to do. Like they're deciding what they yeah. want to do. The teenagers all cooked on the boat and fed everybody and cleaned oh, up yeah. and did everything. You oh, it was awesome. Anything. No, we read. We laid out in the sun. We took naps. It was beautiful. <laughs> That's a great volunteer gig. Also, older teenagers can get a part-time job and learn a lot of valuable skills through that. They learn how to cooperate as a team and they can make new friends. A job can also provide exposure to a variety of situations as they learn to navigate working with others. And homeschoolers can work during the day. In high school, my daughter was able to earn her associate's degree and work full time to buy her first car in high school and still have plenty of time for friends. Yeah. And don't discount family as a socialization opportunity. One of the reasons I started homeschooling was because I had two kids under two and then I had three kids under four. I didn't really have that same need for a preschool experience that a parent of an only child might have. Like my kids were a group almost from the beginning. And for a time too, we lived in a city with lots of cousins. Like we saw kids all the time. Well, and Riley, she was only 17 months old when I joined my first homeschool group, which may sound crazy to a lot of people, but she was very social from a super young age and I hadn't had Cameron yet. So it was just her and a lot of her friends from we were in a La Leche League play day were going to preschool and I didn't want her to want to go to school just to have friends. So we joined a homeschool group and that's when she met her best friend who is now her college roommates. Yeah. I mean, that's what I say is I kind of got tricked into homeschooling by joining a group young too, just to find (laughs) other two-year-olds. So 
That's, I, that's not weird. That's normal. <laughs> not, not weird <laughs> at all. Yeah, and time spent with extended family members and close friends are more social opportunities for your homeschooler. These family gatherings and playdates are the best. My parents live an hour away, and sometimes we would just head to their house and go swimming for the school day. My kids learn so much from my family. All of them were project-oriented family, and there's always something going on. And those private play days are such a wonderful memory for me through the years. My kids' best friends' parents have been my best friends. And these are some of my favorite homeschool times. And I think my kids too, but they were mine for sure. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I totally I love all those memories. And uh, field trips. Homeschoolers often go on educational or even just for fun field trips to museums, zoos, historical sites, nature reserves, um, you know, places where we can interact with both peers and experts in various fields. Oh, yeah. We love field Field trips and we have an awesome episode with a hundred of our top field trips and personally I'd rather go on a field trip and learn hands-on than do a worksheet and I also created this super cool field trip guide and you can download for free on our website for yeah anybody interested. I love field trips if I didn't have kids at home I'd start an adult field trip group that would actually be really you know fun. what they're getting big maybe we should I know maybe I will Let's do I, it. I wonder if that's already exists I don't know <laughs> you know what if you don't know if it does start your own we talked about that in another episode <laughs> That's true. (laughs) Some homeschoolers take online courses or virtual classes where they can collaborate with students from around the world. Yeah, we've loved OutSchool. So many wonderful teachers that my kids have adored on OutSchool. We also have a lot of friends that teach there. Sometimes it's nice to outsource something you don't want to teach. Or my kids have wanted to learn something really specific that maybe I didn't have skill in. It's hard to find a Japanese class for a six-year-old. But let me tell you, I found one on OutSchool when my son wanted to learn Japanese and he was only six years old and they have everything they have crochet they have writing classes programming classes health and nutrition music literally everything there are also sometimes when I did an out school class when I wanted to work one-on-one with my other child and these classes really are pretty cheap I just did an entire post about out school and the different classes that they offer I'll link it in the show notes Yeah, and it's important to note that homeschooling can be tailored to each child's needs and preferences. There are so many opportunities out there, and this really allows families to create a socialization plan that aligns with their values and educational goals, while still providing ample opportunities for interaction with everyone. And after you finish listening to this episode, be sure to visit our website. We're going to write up all of the show notes and have links to everything that we're talking about, so it's just really easy for you to access and reference. Every week, I like to create free resources that complement that episode, so be sure to sign up to our newsletter so you don't miss any of that exclusive content. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, we would love it if you went out there and gave us a thumbs up or even comment on the episode thread. So are traditionally schooled children better socialized than homeschooled kids? It's the question of the day, right? Yeah, that is. <laughs> you know, in those younger years, homeschooling takes less than an hour. Like even when our kids were earning their associate's degrees in high school and carrying full loads, they never really did more than four hours of school each day. This allows for so many more opportunities for positive social interactions. Yeah, absolutely. All of the social opportunities that we just talked about that homeschoolers are experiencing during the day when they're not in a classroom have given them experiences and more opportunities for socializing and learning these skills. Yeah, and here's the thing. You know what? Maybe my homeschooled kids are weirdos, but they were going to be weirdos whether they went to school or not. (laughs) Sorry, kids. That's genetic. (laughs) 
It's important to note that the social development of any child is influenced by a lot of factors, including their individual personality, their family environment, and the specific homeschooling or traditional school experience that they receive. And unfortunately, as homeschooled parents, the pressure is all on us. All on us. Our kids are a reflection of us. If your school kid grows up to be a troublemaker or an outcast, you can blame the school environment. But nobody questions whether or not kids in school are socialized. Let me tell you, being put in a building with your peers of your same age and socioeconomic background is not necessarily socializing or even the kind of socializing you may want for your kids as they often receive very little guidance on appropriate social interaction in these environments. But for homeschoolers, it's all on us. All of it. And you know, there's a big conversation going on right now on one of my groups. It's a homeschooling subreddit for like people who were homeschooled and regret it. And a lot of parents read these and they totally panic. But the thing is, for one, people who have great experiences or even just fine experiences aren't going to these forums to like post about it. In fact, oftentimes to create a safe environment for posting, positive experiences aren't even allowed. Oh my gosh, I've seen that subreddit and I'm not even convinced that the people posting on there are real right yeah I've been doing this for almost 20 years and in that time I've met thousands upon thousands I'm sure you have too of homeschoolers and I've never met one of these types of families no and I mean the second thing is that most of these homeschoolers came up in very overly oppressive religious homes and that's often its own set of trauma and issues that are not necessarily about homeschooling at all you know the homeschool landscape has changed dramatically in the 20 or so years that we've been doing this don't you think oh yeah absolutely yeah and so like today's homeschool students are experiencing a totally different environment than homeschoolers did just 10 years ago oh my gosh for sure So let's talk about some of the differences in socialization between traditional school kids and homeschool kids. So let's first start with homeschool kids. The first thing would be a varied experience. Homeschool children have more flexibility to engage in a wide range of social experiences, including interacting with different people of different ages, cultural backgrounds, and perspectives. And that promotes a diverse and tolerant person. Exactly. Homeschoolers also feel minimal peer pressure to conform or fit in, and they're encouraged to express themselves and have a voice without social pressures. Homeschooling can provide more one-on-one time with parents and educators, potentially addressing specific social needs and positive guidance. I always kind of laugh. <laughs> it kind of drove my husband crazy when my son was younger and he had he wanted to grow his hair out oh, and it was yes. kind of shaggy and he was like, don't you need a haircut? And my son was like, no, I'm an individual. But then we would go to park day and like every kid had that shaggy haircut too but homeschoolers don't feel the need like I'm so glad that my kids aren't into like brand name clothes like some of that stuff that was such a big deal to me I don't know if you know Liz from the theater yes yeah so she posted on social media recently um when school was starting because I I think maybe one of her kids goes to school and one of them's homeschool I can't remember but anyway so she posted about not shaming children not shaming other children for not having a brand new backpack and I thought right right what I didn't even realize that kids shame somebody for not having a brand I'm thinking my kids we buy a lot of thrift store stuff we buy a lot of pre-owned things you know I'm a penny pincher but like I don't even think that they can tell the difference no oh my gosh but like my high school was like a fashion show like Uh, a fashion show yeah it was nuts so I'm so glad I'm so glad we don't really 
I was set aside that. from that. I, th- I don't know. Maybe I was immune to it. I don't know. I hung out with people that weren't in school. Probably shouldn't have done that, uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on the list. So you would have, uh, with homeschoolers, you have limited negative influences. <laughs> Homeschooling can minimize children from negative peer pressures and bullying and provide guidance when it's needed. Exactly. Homeschoolers also are able to have tailored learning. They can learn at their own pace. They, especially for kids with learning differences, this can reduce the stress and social anxiety that can occur in a classroom setting. Yeah. So let's move on to traditionally schooled kids. So the first thing would be is it's a very structured environment. And traditional school provides a structured social environment with limited real world experiences. Children learn to navigate various social situations and hierarchies with a large student teacher ratio of Affording minimal guidance because there's just not enough time. Right. I was going to say that like we're, we're not really like dissing public school we, or, or teachers ever. It's just that they don't have time to stay on top of every Yeah, if you have 30 kids little in your classroom, yeah, you just don't have the time. But yeah. also, you're more invested. You're emotionally invested in your child's well-being. Sure, so sure. if you have three children, okay, first of all, the ratio is smaller, but yeah. also it means more to you. Exactly. Another thing with traditional school, from an early age, kids learn how to be like others and conform at the cost of neglecting or even never discovering what it is that makes them special. In a school environment, peer pressure can dictate things like how to look, how to sound, how to act in order to be accepted by that peer circle. That's for sure. There's a large body of research focused on determining whether homeschooled or traditional schooled kids are better socialized. The research has found that being homeschooled does not harm socialization skills. And in fact, more and more studies are indicating that homeschooled children score more highly than children who attend school on measurements of socialization. But a lot of this is still coming out all the time because, well, now that it's become more and more with COVID, there's more money being poured into these research studies. Yeah, and ultimately, whether homeschooled or traditionally schooled children are better socially, you know, depends on the individual child, the quality of their education environment, and their unique social needs. Some homeschooled children thrive socially, while others may face challenges. We talked about that recently in the high school episode on socialization. Like, all kids are different. Everyone's got their own desired level of interaction. Some kids want to be around people all the time. So if you are an introverted parent, you're going to have to step outside of your comfort zone. It's up to you to find out what's best for your kids and your family. And similarly, traditionally schooled children can excel socially or encounter difficulties. When someone asks you if you're worried that your kids will be weird, ask them if they knew any weird kids from school. We all did, right? Like there's... You probably name like five right now. Total weirdos. Total weirdos. So, and they weren't even homeschooled. So, yeah, the key is to provide opportunities for socialization and development. And there is no one size fits all answer to whether homeschooled kids are better socially than traditionally schooled kids. Social development is a complex and multifaceted process. It's influenced by various factors, and both educational approaches can provide valuable social experiences when done thoughtfully and with the child's best interests in mind. And it's really easy for those outside the homeschooling community to look at these students as different or socially awkward, but much of that sentiment results from simply not having any real knowledge of what home 
homeschoolers actually do. Homeschool parents don't tie their kids to a desk for eight hours. They're cuddled on the couch reading books. They're learning at museums and libraries. They're interacting with residents at senior centers with other families and fellow students. They're experiencing real life situations and conversing with many types of people from all walks of life. They play Little League. They do Nerf battles. They play video games. They text their friends. They join clubs and are free to be themselves with opportunities beyond what they could get in a school environment. Yeah. And you know, that's a really good point. I think about that when teachers in particular kind of diss homeschoolers. And I always point out that a teacher, sometimes their only experience with homeschooled children or children that end up back in their classroom after homeschooling for whatever reason did not work out they're not seeing all of the well-adjusted successful homeschoolers that go through life without ever setting foot in a classroom. So, you know, everybody has their own perspective and everybody has their own opinions on things that's based on what they've experienced. That's a really valid point. Yeah. So this was a great episode. I enjoyed talking about the S word. I did too. (laughs) You know, it comes up all the time and we did a high school socialization and friendships and dating episodes. So it was really important that we talked about all students, you know, whatever age they are. For sure. So tune in next week. We are going to have episode 48, which is incorporating music and art into your homeschool. I love this. Me too. Music and art are one of my favorite things to talk about. So we're going to have a great time. We're going to talk about all that and more. See you next time. Bye-bye. Cheers. Be sure to check us out on our website at btdthomeschool.com, as in been there, done that, btdthomeschool.com. You can join our mailing list and get news and updates on future podcasts. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at the BTDT Been There, Done That Homeschool Podcast.